Five, four, three, two, one. You are listening to Flowing with a Famous, the all Fresno podcast where we break down Fresno pop culture. I am Joshua Tiki, and with me, as always, Mike C of the Dorktown Network of Podcasts. Mike. Oh, hello. Hello, Josh. How are you? Are you enjoying your December in Fresno? I am enjoying. Yes, I appreciate the fact that I can wear uh, a sweater or a jacket or a vest. Are you a guy? You like hoodies? Uh, I do like hoodies. I do. Okay. Is a pullover like a non-zip thing? Hoodie. Would you consider that's a hoodie? Unless it doesn't have a hood, does it? I mean, if it it has a hood, like yeah. yeah, So a pullover uh, with a hood is a hoodie. Now, is a zip one with a hoodie uh, also? I mean, a zip, yeah, a zip one with a hood also a a hoodie. Okay, yeah, I think so. Because I, I do not. I'm no fashion expert, John. I do not tend to wear the pullover uh, hoodies. I have. Because it's a pain to get it over your head. You know, it's just right, and and you know. if it gets hot and blah, blah, blah. So I tend to wear it more as like an outer layer over whatever else. And in that case, yes, hoodie is typically my go-to. But like a non, uh, but a non-zip hoodie looks better than a zip-up hoodie, right? Or am uh, I? Uh, ooh. I mean, for me, I like the look of a zip-up. Like, so you have a shirt underneath and your hoodie and then whatever on top of that. I like that look for me personally, but I do see where you're coming from sometimes. I'm a, I'm a few years late to this uh, trend. Uh, it's not probably not a trend anymore, but I'm a, I'm, I'm in the shackets. Shackets? You know, no. Tell it's me a, about a shacket. It's a, it's a flannel shirt. It looks like a flannel. Oh, it's a shirt jet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, it, yes. But it's like all insulated. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're wearing a flannel shirt, but really. Yeah. You're jacket. wearing like a jacket. Yeah. I think there's I had never heard it called shacket before. I think there is a, a name for it. Uh Pretty sure I don't know. But uh yeah, no, th- those are cool. I do like uh, you know, I've been trying to sort of bran- branch out in in uh, you know, my what I'm wearing. Uh lately I have I have one of these like uh commando, you know, commando sweaters, like the like big, thick, like usually green or black or blue. Um and uh i've been wearing that i really appre- i like them uh, a lot i think they're really cool looking um yeah all right so well, let's see yeah, first i'm like, ready for it you don't have a whole whole long uh opportunity to wear warm yeah, yeah just take advantage right now you have from about now until i don't know february mid february sometime mid february uh, it'll start yeah, becoming real again. Like I, I, I'm already like over winter. And I, I, I this every year. Like I need like so I need warm. Yeah. I don't like cold. I, we haven't been that cold either. I or love the rain. Oh, and man, I love it, and I don't like. I love. I like the cold better than the well, the cold. <laughs> I like it to be cooler than warmer. Okay. Yeah. Cooler than warmer, but. I hate the cold more than anything. Like yeah. I can handle 115 degree heat. I go out in it. I'll come back. Whatever. It's terrible. But, you know, 
if I get cold, there's a chance it'll be two days before I get warm again. Yeah. Like even if I'm in my apartment, I did that, you know, that, whatever. I'm sitting in my car, full blast heater on my feet, and it's I'm still not warm. I I had to take the other day. I had to take a shower because I was like I could okay. not get warmed up. I'm just that like is, this that crap. is the thing. Yes, yes, yes. All right. And it's so funny because I think that fre- people forget this about Fresno that like um, Fresno's hot. We're known for the heat, but it also gets cold here. Yeah, it yeah. also gets very cold here. It doesn't last very long. Uh-huh. It's typically you know you can mitigate it because you just don't go outside during you know whatever but it does get cold here yeah yes i know it's not montana cold (laughs) let's start talking about the fresno's cold man this is a cold place let's start getting that out there right (laughs) okay so all right what's going on Uh, what can we christmas Christmas uh, in Fresno, it's number oh. one, historically, number one thing is Christmas Tree Lane. Christmas Tree Lane, yeah. Histor- and- uh, it's pretty close. So Christmas Tree Lane, 100 years. Christmas, uh, downtown Fresno Christmas oh. Parade, 95 years, I think. Oh. Yeah. And so Christmas Tree Lane, oldest. And they opened the, this year the same day, uh, both yeah, the yeah. parade and the, well, a parade is a one-time thing, I know. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, Christmas the Tree opening Lane. of Christmas Tree. Yeah. The um, which new this year. So <laughs> the th- it's back in yeah. a way because they had stopped doing the walk only nights. Yeah. Uh, cool. During pandemic. And, and, you know, people were all up in arms about it, I think. Uh, some people, some people didn't seem to care. But um, and they brought it back this year. So yeah. they had the walk night on Saturday, uh, whatever, the second, that first Saturday. And then they're doing another one. If you are listening to this before the 12th, Tuesday, the 12th will be the second walk night now. And then you, you go out? I, well, here's what I did. Yeah. I did not. And I had not thought about this. And my sister clued me in. Or maybe I shouldn't be saying this, actually. Actually, I was debating on whether to mention this. Not that Flowing of Famous has a giant... Uh, Audience. Uh, listenership, but we do have a influential uh we have a our our demographic may be small, but it is a sure it is a, sure. Uh, sure influencers. Influencers. Demographic because influencers I, listen to uh, us. The people yeah. that you know yeah. are I get it. Uh, uh prominent present people. Right. So you don't want to give away the secret, yeah, whatever that, it is. That, all right, but this everyone that if you're listening to this don't go around telling people about this if this is for flowing with famous listeners go the night before it opens and the right. lights are on and the traffic is is uh, not there they do a preview night yeah and you can go up and down uh unfettered almost like people will still be going slow like they're right picking it out but you won't have you won't have to get in the line yeah just get in you just drive that's you like, right. Similarly, and this is what I used to do uh, back in the day. I haven't done it in a long time. I may try it soon. Um, it, you can go sort of before the yeah. streets get closed yeah. down on whatever. So you know, I think it opens at six nightly. So mm-hmm. if you drive by like at four thirty, like yeah. when it starts getting dark already, but not like whatever. You don't get everything up because you know uh, people take time, whatever. But, but 
that was a thing. I went at like seven thirty, which would be like you would expect yeah, everything to be yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was about seventy five percent stuff was on, so it yeah. was full the full experience. Yeah. But it's similar. Well, you don't have to deal with any of the the right. the stuff. Yeah. And I think I might still be going to that walk night on the twelfth, and then I'm probably gonna do a because uh, we have family coming into town like mm-hmm. a couple before. And we'll probably do the like park in the neighborhood and just do our own walk around a little bit kind of oh, thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. In the line that is, it's just, it is not worth the headache of it. it is oh, so, to drive through on yeah. a normal night. Yeah. Because yeah. you're getting in line at Shaw and Blackstone basically most nights. And, uh, or Shields and Blackstone, you mean? Or nope. Shaw, dude. Because oh, like they've, they've, I think they've kind of regulated it for. Oh, shut up. Did they block it? You can't like get off 41 and just go down shields anymore. I think interesting. Okay. Cause I do remember that used to be a a big problem. And there were several years where, uh, uh, I was in another part of town. I needed to get across whatever. I got off on shields and, uh, from the 41 and it was just, I didn't want to go in the lane. I didn't want to go near the lane, but I couldn't get anywhere else because I got trapped. Yeah. I used to. So, that makes sense because I they, believe, they I believe they regulate that to yeah, where they want to keep that Blackstone so, shield. So line is basically down Blackstone and it goes usually it's so long that it's goes all the way to Shaw. So you're like no getting way. Shaw. But and then Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you would get yeah, yeah, I see. So it would be like southbound right. now uh, you're, Blackstone southbound. from Shaw to Shields. Right. And then you turn on Shields. Dang. That's crazy. Um, and, uh, and then you've got this, like, it's such a mess to like go up Blackstone because right. And like, you're trying to prevent somebody from trying to sneak in and have you, but also like trying to keep the intersection clear. Right. So what do you do? Headache. Uh, it's like this hour and a half long, uh, traverse to get to Crystal Stream, but yeah. But so, well worth it if you go. Uh, yeah. Although thing there ever. are other Many other places you can go around town. And uh, every year, uh, Mike Asagueda uh, does a – I think he's doing – he does it through Fresno Street Eats now. Um, I used to maybe do it through the taco truck throwdown or whatever. I don't know. Different places. But would he would put together a Christmas lights uh, map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interactive map. He did it again this year. You can find it. Um and yeah, it's just a map and it has all sorts of different whatever and you can it's really cool. what the I can't think of the handle at the moment, but for it, uh Christmas tree lights they're the Christmas Oh lights. it might is it a Christmas is it Fresno? It might be. Let me look for it as you it, talk about it, other stuff. It's on Instagram. Um Christmas lights Fresno or I don't want I should just shut up because I'll say the wrong thing. But um Let me I'll, yeah, I'll so he's it. got of like prominent uh, light displays that you can go check out on your own around Fresno Xmas lights Fresno Xmas lights and there is a do-it-yourself Christmas lights tour with a map it's brought to you this year it's brought to you by River Park get out of here and get out of here which is uh, Fresno's premier holiday Shopping destination. Oh, number one. Fresno's number one holiday 
shopping destination. So, ah, anyway, ah, so you can I, check that out. They have a map up there. It's really cool. Uh, b- b- talking about Fresno's number one, I'm going to tangent off here. Uh, shopping thing. Um, that anybody that thinks that maybe hasn't gone to the fashion fair in a long time thinks like, oh, fashion fair is dead and blah, blah, blah. It ain't dead, folks, man. Fashion fair is still still cranking. And it's oh, yeah? Okay. Still like the number one place to go in Fresno if you want to, like, take care of, like, have your all your stuff. shopping options. Because River Park okay. has some, but it's limited. It's not all the shops you want. It doesn't have the Apple stores. Big Big tree liquor or big tree liquor. Big tree liquor. Big, big tree liquor's name is gone, by the way, which is sucks. But mm. anyway. um, uh, Fig Garden Village doesn't have. It does have. Fig Garden Village does have some shops that it's got some stuff out in in the rest of the town. But yeah. you're not going to be able to take care of everything in Fig Garden Village. Uh, Fashion Fair has all pretty much everything all- you need. And it's still people are still using you can get it. anything still. for anyone. You can go to Macy's. Park, River Park has not killed off Fashion Fair, and and it shows no sign. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. It's crazy that. Uh, and I think there was a moment. I think there was a moment where Fashion Fair could have gone the way of Manchester. Right? Yeah. There yeah. was this weird period of time where that could have happened where, uh, you know, I think like nationally it was like the death of the mall, right? It was like a, that was a big story is like normal like shopping malls, indoor shopping malls were just sort of falling by the wayside, just like closing one after another, you know, whatever. Um, and Fashion Fair did something which was very smart, which is moved to sort of the more of the like River Park style which is that like plaza style with you know shops there is the indoor piece of it right but uh, surrounding all of that is the rest of it which has like the restaurants and then various weird shops that you could go into along the sort of like uh the center so um it became they sort of morphed in you know whatever the last 20 years or whatever from just your standard indoor mall into this sort of indoor outdoor uh, hangout space that is very much like River Park, and I think that's why it's doing as well as it's doing. Yeah. Although I haven't been, I mean, it's that, been. That, that, well, what's funny is that that new part that you're talking about that they sort of like trying to stay up with the times, which is which was smart, and and it's it's fine there. It's it's the deadest part of Fashion Fair. <laughs> yeah. Outside of uh, outside of Cheesecake Factory. But, oh, cheesecake! Uh, but they're all, those shops are all still functioning, and people are still going. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 uh, it's dead compared to the rest of the mall, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, fashion fair. I don't. I'm not worried about fashion fair, and and uh, yeah. yeah, me. I was never worried about fashion. <laughs> yeah, no worry. You're like, nah, fashion fair's not going anywhere, bro. Keep building north, bro. Yeah, keep building north. Keep going. We'll get we'll get to the promised land eventually. Um, one uh, new thing that exists now that not not every only Northwest residents uh can enjoy, I guess, or, or care. Okay, okay. Friends Boulevard is done on Highway 99. It's all oh, uh-huh. organic and uh, spacious and that, that's lar- for the veterans, right? It's it's what? It's for the veterans, right? 
Yes, like, only <laughs> veterans can use this overpass. You it's gotta, for uh, the veterans' home. What? what I, 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 to no, tell you the truth, I don't a, pay enough attention that, to any of that. But that's just the that's just the name of the the street. Oh, okay. Veterans Boulevard. They got it's, nothing up there for veterans. <laughs> There's no tie. I'm just. I'm really no, being. No, they, actually, they have uh, American flags all along it. Okay. They, yeah, uh, I thought that the veterans' home was up there or something, and that was whole part of it was like part of the whole thing was they were uh, trying to get extra infrastructure for them or something up there. I have the, no no idea about any of this, man. I need to read eh, some about it, but the veterans' home is on the uh, west side of town, oh. Oh. and but I don't uh, I don't think this is helping that at all because okay. the veterans' home is like more out by. Uh, um, uh, 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 Chandler air. Oh, okay. Okay. And so anyway, so veterans Boulevard. Yeah. Open. So cause, uh, that part of Fresno, the East side of 99, uh, basically you had to take If you lived out there, you had to go in back into town through Shaw, which is like one lane going over 99. Oh yeah. 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 Uh huh. Uh huh. Horrible, horrible out there. Yeah. You had to go down to Herndon and go underneath, uh, 99th that way. So it was, you're kind of trapped out there. Mm-hmm. Island out there a little bit, and uh, this Veterans Boulevard kind of opens that up, and so people. So it offers uh, like a east west access between Shaw yeah. and a uh, north. Herndon. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you can get to all that area off of Grantland and Shaw area. Now you can get over to Northwest Fresno, like Herndon. Uh, uh, a lot easier and uh and and you can get on and off 99 a lot easier, easier yeah and i always thought that was i that that section like that 99 like herndon and 99 herndon and shaw that off ramp like you're looking at two what should be fairly especially shaw like fairly big uh like streets and then the on like the access from the freeway is horrific on both of them Terrible. it's like so weird yeah yeah shaw is like this major uh, uh major weird. yeah no and it's just this terrible place to get off and it's got the in and out truthfully all of those all of the stops on 99 from fresno there's not yeah. a good one i've written about i've been i've been really They're all weird right all my life and i've written about it and i actually am playing on a new post about it but like it's just that 99 gateway in Fresno, it just sucks. And it's, it's no that, good. LA, yeah. <laughs> Sacramento and LA people know Fresno about what they could get off at 99 about. And, and you, you know, think of, yeah, we know like, oh, you can get off in Chinatown. You can go and go look at uh, Tioga and go to downtown and you can go see First Era, the Underground Gardens and the zoos. Often, the, like, there's all these prominent cool fresno things but also it's they're really shitty off ramps there's right if you're gonna get off if air. you're gonna get off on uh 99 and try to find the zoo it's oh that's uh, yeah if you don't if know you what, don't know what you're looking for yeah it's that's you, a, you're gonna be like uh-oh what am i doing here something something <laughs> something went awry and it's like that on every single i feel like it's like that you know the only off ramp that's kind of okay, although it's weirdly chaotic in its own way, is Clinton. Clinton in 99. Yeah. You know, they rebuilt it. It's new. It has all that stuff there. And that has, one. 
grocery store and there's things, but it's also like if I'm from L.A. or Sacramento. Well, you're not going to get off on it for any reason. No, right. So I'm just looking at look look at Fresno. I want uh, if somebody in the Fresno and see your Fresno a planning committee, like think about 90 our listeners as somebody that lives in the suburbs of Sacramento or Los Angeles. And like, like what? <laughs> right. <laughs> now that'll change. I think that will definitely change once the high speed rail, um, uh, station goes in there. Cause then oh. you're going to have something that's really nice and fancy and new that's shining and bright from right off the freeway. You'll be yeah. able to at least see it, whether you'll get there or not. So, I mean, I do think that'll help. But part of this is the thing of like, you know, it's not just Fresno. Drive yeah. up, drive up and down the ninety nine. This yeah. is like, I mean, because Fresno's not unique off of the ninety nine. Yeah. It, it every every city on the ninety nine. There's not one. There might be one actually. There might be. I I can't. An off ramp here there along ninety nine. Right. You're right. The, from Bakersfield, Bakersfield the, to Sacramento, Sacramento. It's there's not no there's no like oh this is an awesome place to get off. There's no yeah. like there's no like place. Merced and Merced and Modesto might come close because they're they have like their downtowns are pretty close. So That's, like like Merced is a complete uh, hellhole well, right now. Right now. <laughs> you are correct. It's like a death, a death spiral. It's a death star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. I hate. I just drove uh, uh, back that way. Uh, I don't know, like last week, week before. And every time I get to that spot, I just hate it. I all. I really. Tr- I'm, I'm thinking hard about next time I have to go that way of just bypassing that altogether and going. You know, I don't know. I would how you would go. I don't know if the 152 goes down enough, but. Merced is developing an, uh, a good place to get off the freeway yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, south, south, right as you're getting into Merced, it has the uh, UC Merced Expressway yeah, 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 yeah. On right there. And there's, it's a nice, easy, it's a new off ramp. It's, yeah. it's easy to get on and off. And it's got right. new two new gas stations. It's got a, a Taco Bell and a Starbucks and all the right. things you would want if you're on the ro- doing a road trip to get right. off on. That might <laughs> become like the number one place to get off the freeway on 99. And yeah, we need to up our game anyway, Fresno, in yeah. terms of, uh, of of getting off. Man, because, yeah, you get off and there, like there's nothing that's like very easily ac- accessible. Like, you know, even from Shaw, when you get off, you have to like turn around and drive. First, you know, it, it's yeah, it's crazy. It's anyway. And it's like that in Bakersfield. It's all yeah, 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 yeah. Any city, not any place, and and along ninety nine, that can be like, oh, we got good. Like everything's like a ninety nine sucks. A lot of people hate ninety nine. I know a lot of people that will not um, oh, say yeah. don't go ninety nine. You know, they'll take if they're going like to the bay. Uh, it is 99 to a lot of times they'll go out Avenue 12 or whatever. Get off the 99 as soon so, as possible. <laughs> But mo- most people will get off 99 as soon as possible. I, te- I tend to drive up 99 as far as possible. So if I'm cutting in the bay, I'll drive all the way up to Manteca or Stockton or whatever. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's I a little faster. People, I always tell people, if you want it faster, go to 99 Manteca. If you want it more mellow, go 152 to I-5. Right. But, yeah. 
but the, or you can yeah go, go you know uh, uh, one thirty two. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to get there uh, to cross that that sort of uh, place. And I think I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. That's it. Ninety nine is kind of crappy. What are you gonna do? <laughs> we all know it, and we all it's just part of part of Valley life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's always the there's that meme out there like uh, I, I'm gonna mess it up now. It's it's like take care like. Always, always be pick yourself up and uh, dust yourself off and and stand back up uh, like ninety nine. Like oh yeah 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 yeah. Ninety nine <laughs> never go yeah. <laughs> ninety in this constant like resurrection of like constantly repairing itself. Yeah yeah like, yeah. You gotta just treat yourself like ninety nine. Just always be taking care of yourself and pick yourself back up. I mean, it is kind of crazy that like it is such a thoroughfare. Uh, I mean, for kind of how crappy it is, um, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. uh, it does connect. I mean, you know, if you're going into you could take the five and stuff. But if if you're on this this side of the east side, nine uh, nine, it's the, it's the easiest, best way for you to get north to south, you know. So, man. Well, 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 I guess we're not going to solve it today. But that one we will not solve. <laughs> that one may never get solved. Until uh, high speed, until high speed rail. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. true. Um, how about uh, how about a little uh, music break? You want to do that now? Okay. End of the episode. All right. Uh, is there a band of the episode? Or there's some sort of something we do. Oh, uh, John, there's the band. Um, come up, come up with a little uh, like a five second little. <laughs> You want some? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll put together something for. We'll see if I can come up with next episode. Just a little, yeah, little yeah. jingle. Man, the episode. We'll go back to the studio. Do a ten-second uh, snip. Uh, the episode. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I could do that. I'll do that. I think I can make that happen. Yeah. I'll put us. I'll put us together a legit theme song too for the beginning and end. How about that? Wow. Well, we don't have to do this. I believe Reed uh, came up with that. So with that, I, yeah, yeah. You don't want to get away. You don't want to do away with that. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, all right, so let's just do it. We'll, we'll play a song, then we'll uh, play a song. We'll come back and we'll talk about it. Let's
that is the Fay Rays, and this is off of the final uh, Fay Rays album. Um, so Ben McEntee, who was you know one of uh, the guitar player singer and and one of two uh, the duo that was Fay Rays. Um, I want to say he had been. Uh, he teased this last year, maybe. Um, and, uh, and, you know, saying that, that, that there was going to be this final sort of Fay Ray's, um, album out. Um, and because, uh, for people who don't know, uh, Fay Ray's, well, they played during the early, the mid to mid 2000s to 20 teens, in that time, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and they were like a post-rock band, um, and uh, that featured Eli Reyes on drums, and Eli played with uh, I don't know, just kind of every band in town that he could get uh, that that needed someone. He was like that kind of a guy who was just like always down for whatever, um, and so played with a ton of bands. Um, but but uh, Fay Rays was kind of the the main project, uh, and it was him and Benji. And uh, Eli died. Was it last year? Um, I think it was. Remember the year before. Years now, that's terrible. But, um. um, and so yeah, so he uh he died, and kind of before they could finish this. Uh, final piece of music and so Benji I think kind of put the thing out um, and I'm, I'm going to read from the Bandcamp page but this comprises the last batch of songs the Fay Rays ever worked on together this is an attempt at replicating it as close to how it, how it would have been recorded with Eli Reyes R.I.P. Um, and so the album is called G.G.D.G. D-Sharp D. Uh, and I think that's a, you know, music reference and I assume it's one of the songs or something there, but, uh, so go check that out. They, they're on Bandcamp and, uh, and it's Fay Rays, uh, the Fay Rays, F-A-Y-W-R-A-Y-S. Great band, like just a super good band. I had forgotten how, uh, great they were until, uh, I was listening to this album and then kind of going back. Yeah, they're like just like I don't know, cinematic and emotional yeah. and just like it's that I mean, emotional. That's the emo. That's the emo. It just gets you, man. You yeah. just like you it pulls you in, like like I'm in this now and like I'm thinking about life now and yeah. I'm like, They do that they do really well, uh that that thing of like being uh kind of small and quiet. Mm-hmm. And then just getting huge and screamy. And when they do that sort of just guitar, drum, scream thing, it's like it's as good as, you know. Yeah. And they have that song Broken Wings that I just love. And when he just like comes in with the it's like, oh, my God, this is so good. It just makes me want to like, um, yeah. So they're a great band. Go check that out. Um, it is available now. And, uh, 
he moved up to Montana, right? Like did I see uh, Benji. That? Yeah, yeah. I think he's living out in Montana. He did live in L.A. for a while, and Eli was living in L.A. Uh, and then I think he's out in Montana now, and still does music stuff. So you can uh, find him, Benji McEntee. If you if you get it to the Fay Rays, you you should be able to find his sort of solo stuff that yeah. he's doing as well. So uh, and he's done. Uh, have you noticed any? There, there hasn't been any. Uh, it's probably too soon. Ben Ben Camp got bought out by some yeah not the desirable people that should have Ben Camp, but there hasn't been any changes. Like uh yeah uh not that I've seen. I know that there are a lot of people who are uh, like kind of just waiting. Well, I shouldn't say that they they did let go of a bunch of people. They they uh, cut their staffing and and. Um, you know, because Bandcamp had this really cool, th- a lot of really cool stuff where um, they had like, uh, I think it was called Bandcamp Daily, and they had a bunch of blogs and stuff where they actually were paying people to write about, um, you know, different musicians, different scenes and stuff. Um, and so all a bunch of that, I think, got cut um, and they laid off a bunch of people. I can't remember the number, but it was a, a big number of people. Um and so I think a lot of people are kind of worried that that you know that's just a harbinger of things to come, and it's going to end up being a not so good um, platform anymore. I love it. I think it's really awesome in terms of finding like either local or like really niche stuff. You kind of have to be. You kind of have to know how to what to look for and and be okay with just going through a bunch of crap but it seems much and i don't mean that like in bad like just you know stuff there's a lot yeah um but uh i i love it i think it's a great uh a great platform um much better you know in terms of for all the rest of it like whatever it's way better for the musicians in terms of what they're getting back because a lot of times um, you know, it's a percentage that Bandcamp takes, uh, and then, you know, there's the Bandcamp Fridays where they give full profits back to the bands and all sorts of other stuff. So from that aspect, it's really nice. And, and it's nice because it gives, it's a, it's a easy to use platform that essentially allows bands to keep every, like to keep everything for themselves minus that, that little bit of, um, uh, you know, whatever the fees are or whatever from, from Bandcamp. So it's, it's the one I like most. It's the one I use most, even though I put all my stuff, uh, across other platforms. I like Bandcamp. I like the layout of it. I like the way that the searchability of it, like whatever. And then, you know, it was pretty big, uh, for a while with bands using it. And so there's just a ton of stuff on there too, like the, like as an archive, especially like if you're looking for Fresno stuff, just go in there sometime and just do a search for Fresno and maybe even like whatever kind of music you're looking for. And there's just a, a, a crazy amount of stuff, you know, um, just stuff that you would never, you know, um, there's the, do you remember Rad Music? They still do uh, promotions here, but they uh-huh. did a series of samplers uh, for several years with just a ton of local bands on there, compilation stuff. So there's some good stuff on there. Yeah. So, yeah, go uh, go take a – go down the rabbit hole. Go down the rabbit hole. I love to do it. Have a, have a beer and just go sit back listen to that. Uh, there is also the, uh, the other much more corporate uh, 
uh, who treats magicians like shit. Spotify. Yeah. You were talking about how there's a local band on there that's like, has, has like a huge amount Dude. of. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, so from time to time, and I had never done this before, but the guys at the Spanspec podcast. Uh, they had me on one time and, and they did, uh, we played a game where, uh, it was like, who do you think's the most popular local band on Spotify mm-hmm. by streams or whatever? Um, and so, you know, we would just kind of put out our guesses and then we would look and we would see, you know, whoever, like whatever. Um, and at the time, I think one of the most popular uh, at the time was uh, some country band. Uh, I can't even remember what it was, but some kind of like, you know, newer pop country band. But but now I think and I haven't done a complete search or whatever. Uh, Poor Man's Poison. Do you remember Poor Man's Poison? Yeah. Poor Man's Poison. They have to be pretty, pretty close. So they have. Oh, and I didn't look at it. I looked at it just a second ago, but I haven't uh, I don't have it in front of me, but they have like. Maybe two plus million streams monthly, Uh, they have several songs that have 50 uh, like uh, tens of millions of streams and then their uh, highest track, I think it's called Hell's Coming With Me or something like that. 100 million streams, 100 million, which means, I mean, you know, you're again, they're not getting any money off of that, although they might be getting at that level. They're probably getting something. I can't imagine it's, you know, whatever, but maybe enough to actually maybe buy a dinner, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I can't, you know, you'd have to do the math. I mean, but yeah, they're definitely getting a check from it, whereas, you know my two listeners a month i'm not gonna ever get anything from it but um yeah so they're a hundred i think it's because uh the song got picked up uh off tiktok or whatever and it's like they use a lot of people have used it for you know whatever they call that stitching or whatever the fuck they they do where they you know make some video and they put the song with it uh and so i think that's kind of how it got um i was coming with popular a kind of uh, meme kind of yeah. uh, thing you can work with. Right. So uh, anyway, yeah, I, it's, uh, I was I was blown away when I I had actually I saw them share their, you know, band uh, rap. And I was like, oh, that looks like they have a ton of uh, listeners. So then I looked uh, this morning and it was like sort of blown away by it. like crazy. So popular, man. Poor man's poison, and it's so funny because I know they made new, they have made new music within the last little bit. I think they put out an album or like an EP this year, um, but they don't really play anymore, you know. And they don't really, which is crazy because they were like poised to be like huge. They won that big, uh, you know. Pepsi did this big contest, country music contest, like, uh, like not pop country but like uh americana country music contest and uh they went to nashville i think and you know played the the big concert whatever and they won i think it was like a hundred thousand dollars or something you know some big thing and so they were kind of poised and then you know whatever happens happens and um i think they've all sort of been continued to make music in various projects but um 
you know, poor man's poison is kind of the the one. And and they they like I said, they had a new thing, and they I think they were kind of teasing, but just haven't been able to get get the band back together yet. So, hmm. I mean, in terms of playing live, you know. yeah. Well, now they got to do it. Now they're popular on TikTok. They have I mean, you would think. Switching, uh, changing gears, shifting downtown. Uh, <laughs> just, just like that, huh? Downtown. Yeah. Uh, you did a article in the Fresno Bee recently about downtown. Yeah, you did. Uh, you're, you're, you've been. You've been waiting all your life to write this this uh, article. Like your your experience Kinda. has been all come together with this Fresno B article about so, downtown. Yeah, and I mean I've kind of uh, over the years probably put something like this together several times, like in it, like something similar. I think this is the first time really done it in the this way. But you know the idea was so the B has been writing a bunch of stories about downtown recently um based off of the money that's coming in from the state uh-huh. and federal government for the infrastructure for downtown revitalization or, or it, it mostly it's mostly housing and i like there's going to be some down like there will be revitalization i think because the housing is going to be here but the infrastructure is mostly for housing and there's you know a specific um you know map of where those that infrastructure is going to go and what's going to be built and you know there's a bunch of uh housing units that are going to become available uh there's a bunch of streets and different so there's a bunch of stuff that's happening both in uh downtown parts of downtown and then into chinatown um and so it's like a big deal because it's like i don't know 300 million dollars or something it's it's like not insignificant the amount of money that's coming through and 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 what the mayor at least says we can accomplish with that because he's pushing to get 10,000 people living downtown within the next, you know, decade or whatever. Um, from, I think we have 3000 people here right now in what would be considered the triangle. So we've been doing a bunch of stories. Okay. So, uh, this story is, it occurred to me as, you know, we're talking about all this revitalization stuff that like we've been here before, right? Like every mayor since Alan Autry, at least. Yeah. Uh, and probably before that, but you know, this is my recollection. Uh, so. Oh, for Patterson uh, really ever, I can't recall Patterson really ever caring about. I that. wasn't paying enough attention at the time to be able to maybe wrong. Um, but I know that from Alan Autry on, you know, every mayor has made it kind of like a uh, a big part of their, um, you know, uh, platform to kind of push downtown revitalization. Autry was, you know, Autry really, in my mind, started it and uh, had these big thing dreams, but bad timing. And so really kind of none of it happened. Mm-hmm. Um and then Ashley Swearingen obviously came in and was really uh, focused on, you know, not only downtown, but like that creative community and building that whole thing. And I think did a good job. Uh, and then Lee Brandt kind of uh, took from where Ashley Swearingen was was there. And then obviously um, uh, Mayor Dyer has sort of continued that on. And he's really I mean, if you hear him talk about downtown, like he's making a big push um, to kind of uh, to get things going down there. So 
anyway, and all that being I mean, said, it, you get 10,000 people down there living, the rest of it takes care of itself. I mean, you that's get, kind like, of the, uh, yeah, yeah. Set that up, then, yeah. then that's every, kind of the idea. Uh, um, station and 10,000 people living there, you've got, you've kind of fixed a lot of downtown's problems. Uh, and so, yeah, so that, that's kind of the thing. But when you're talking about it and, and, you know, it's like, we've, we've been here, you know, there's some eye rolling that has to happen. Cause it's like, yeah, I've heard this before. Like I heard uh, Alan Autry talk about, uh, you know, and yet when you look at it, especially if you're not, um, down here, if you're, or not involved, if you're just living in another part of Fresno, you, it's like, we hear about downtown enough with downtown already. You know, I think that's like a lot of people have this thought of like enough with downtown already. It's never going to get fixed. If it were going to get fixed, we would have done it by now. Why are they keep talking about it? You know, whatever. So the story is kind of setting up like here are some of the, 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 the things that keep, that people keep saying about downtown and why you maybe need to stop saying them or change it. So, you know, crime, mm-hmm. homelessness, parking, uh, the 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 idea that like if we just had a ikea or a target or a whatever you know um and then and and then that idea of like uh that that downtown revitalization has hasn't worked up until now yeah so and so the story just then kind of sifts through all of those stuff all of those things and you know i talked with um the police chief and and to really get a sense of you know because look, a lot of people think downtown is like super unsafe, and it, they are wrong, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, and it's hard. They're wrong, but yeah. what's that? That we we know they're wrong. People that participate know they're wrong, but sure. uh, I mean, that- anyone who's down here, right? And so that's that was part of the thing is like kind of getting that out there that like, look, you may think it's it's it's. It, it's dangerous, but it's no more dangerous than any other part of town. I mean, it's hard to kind of like, it's hard to, um, it's hard to compare stuff because it's like, look in North Fresno, they de- they have to deal with street racers, right? Like they have to deal with these people, you know, uh, you know, having these, uh, street, like whatever, uh, in downtown, we have to deal with 12,000 people, packing into uh Chichancy Park and you know for some concert where a bunch of people are going to get drunk and like whatever. So there's different kinds of stuff that's happening and so that that makes it kind of hard to like uh compare apples to apples of like whatever, but generally a crime is down across the city like in most categories. There's a few that are up, but for most part it, it's down. Uh, and in downtown, uh, it's like 3% of crime in the city happens in downtown. I mean, A, downtown's a very small place. <laughs> B, there's not a lot of people down here. So, like, the opportunity for crime is is probably smaller. Um, but, you know, proportionally, I mean, there's just I – don't, I don't think there's as much crime. And some categories – so, for instance, like uh, car – not car theft, but car burglary, people breaking into your car – it's yeah. down. It's down over, you know, the year to year by like 20 percent or something, um, even though it's up in the rest of the city. It's down uh, in downtown. So I worry about my car more when I park at River Park than I do. And when you and I believe you well should. I believe that that is and that's kind of the point, you know, 
Um, and then there's other things too. You know, I think parking's always the biggest, a big one. Um, you know, and just this idea, parking has really changed actually downtown, uh, recently and, and it doesn't get talked about enough, but, uh, so one, we all know that there's plenty of parking downtown, right? It's not like you're going to drive around looking for a spot forever and not be able to get where, you know, you need to be. People are just used to big open lots and being able to park, you know, wherever they want. So the you can't park. Walk what's a, that? You have to be willing to walk a block. Sure. Maybe. Right. Right. Um, so, so that's the case for a long time. It, it was, I, I will say that, that the city didn't make it easy because you, you know, all of the meters down here, there were all sorts of weird rules and adjustments and you could never really be sure like, do I need to pay uh, today or not? Like it's a weekend, but there's an event, but there's an event over here and not over here. So do I need to pay here? Like it was just this weird thing. And then on top of that, all the machines were uh, like coin operated, right? So you had to c carry around change anytime you wanted to go downtown. Yeah, so, as, a, as an old man, I was fine with this, but yeah, as most people don't have change in their pocket. Um, so that's all changed. Like all of the meters downtown are either set up through the, the, there's a pay parking app. I can't remember what it's called, but there's an app that you can have and download. Um, and which is actually nice because mm -hmm. you just, you put in your location, it gives mm -hmm. you the parking space that's close and you can pay for it all, blah, blah, blah. Um, or they're all card operated. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't have to get up from where, like, I'm, I'm in Tioga, and I'm like, oh, I, I sh you can just take care of it on the app. You don't have right, to you can add more time anytime you need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so, and that's for, I think, all of the spots, uh, the metered spots in downtown. And then there's also the, the parking garages, and those are also um, do take credit cards now. For a while, they didn't, which was annoying but now they take credit cards so you can do that um some of the businesses on the fulton corridor supposedly i've never checked this out but uh will validate for you so you can just go in and have them validate i don't know exactly how it works but it that's that, that it, it, presidents that like about like validate what's what validate? does that even mean yeah <laughs> I mean, I think the whole problem with that and OK, and there's going to be a lot more parking coming. Um, so I think they're going to it's like another 2000 spots or something that's going to be added, which makes sense, because if they have more people living down here and a lot of the new the new housing units don't have the same um, regulations for parking spots. So, you know, back in the day, it was like one parking spot per unit. I think that was what it was, or maybe even more. I think it might've been two at one time. It was like, you know, some crazy number of parking spots per unit. Now I think that's, they either have done away with that or they cut it back to like, you know, a half of a spot per unit or whatever, um, that they have to have. So there's, so they've really increased the density, uh, uh meaning less, uh, parking, but they still need parking. Uh, so there's going to be like an extra, I don't know, 2000 or so spots. And most of those are going to be like parking garages or parking decks or whatever that they're going to build. So, um, so that's all coming. All of this to say, like, it's, it's just a mindset for people. You're not, this isn't, this isn't river park. This isn't Walmart. You're not going to find the big empty lot like you want. 
Uh, you're not going to be able to pull in. It's not a strip mall. You're not going to be able to pull in, uh, you know, necessarily right in front of the business. You're going to have to pay. You're going to have to walk. It's cool. You know, you'll, you'll be fine. So it's anyway, so- good story. Go read it. <laughs> if you're interested in that, that, that stuff. I'll try to link it in sure. the show notes. I'd like that. Uh, you also, uh, I'm I'm relying heavily on on Josh this month. Uh, you also took the trolley, the new trolley. I took the trolley. I I I had to. I felt like I had to take this uh, trolley because I feel like it was yeah. custom made for. Yeah, like if you, if we're not gonna take it, who else? Who's taking this thing? Who right? Um, uh, so for those who don't know, and hopefully most people do, it, it is a downtown trolley it's not a trolley it's a bus that's designed to look like an old trolley car um and it runs from uh so it's it, depending on where you start it either starts in the tower district or at campus point and then it runs back and forth so if you're at campus point it runs from campus point uh into the brewery district and then from the brewery district through the cultural arts district into tower uh, it makes a stop at Fresno City College and then turns around and goes back the exact same way. And then vice versa. If you're at Fresno City, it's uh, you have to be in your tower. It starts at Fresno City and it runs, you know, that other way. Or it might start in, I don't know, wherever. I think it actually might start right there next to me and Ed's uh, oh. in the in the tower. Okay. Um, anyway, and so uh, things that are cool, free. It's a free thing. And it leaves every hour, either on the hour or on the 35-minute mark, whatever, depending on where you you are along the line. Uh, but essentially, it leaves once an hour from whatever stop you're you're at, um, and it just runs that runs that route back and forth. Um, and what's so the idea being, I think, to connect the sort of downtown or connect Fresno's like night spots. Yeah. Or or entertainment districts, right? So you can go from uh, Campus Point into the brewery district and back. It runs late. So it runs from, I think it runs till midnight on Thursdays and then till 1 a.m. on Friday and Saturday, which is a game changer. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, the normal buses, I think, only run till 11 or something. Um, so, so, which is great because that's always been an issue. Like, okay, well, I can get into downtown from wherever i'm going but how do i get back without needing to to call an uber or whatever so um so it's great so you can ride it you know uh up until midnight uh i rode it from the cultural arts district so it picks up right there in front of arte americas runs all the way i got off at olive and van Ness. i walked over to the tower theater i saw sweet fest uh-huh. i came out uh, I you had maybe thing right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had maybe 30, 45 minutes until the, the next one left going back into, uh, downtown. So I went to Goldstein's. I had a beer. I watched the man for a couple minutes, came back out. The tram was there, got back on the tram, went home, made a full run. It was, it was the easiest, best thing I could definitely see my, and I will actually, uh, be using this. A lot when like there's a concert that's happening either at the Tower Theater or at Strummer's 
where it's like I want to go, but I don't necessarily want to get in my car, drive my car, park my car, blah, 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 get out, go to the show, you know, whatever. Um, and with this, it's like just catch the closest to the hour I want to leave, get down there, boom, and, I, and I'm back. And I just hang out at whatever spot until I know that's going to – the tram is going to be there or the trolley. You know, trolley. So for me, I think it's it's great. I would suggest anyone, you know, if you live in the tower, if you live in the tower district and uh, Fresh Yes is happening or any of these concerts that are happening at Tioga, there's a show at the Warner's Theater. There's something like Fresno State. Just get well. Right. Right. So, well, that's another thing. If you wanted to, let's say, go see a movie at Campus Point or go see grab a beer at, at Mad Duck or whatever. You could totally do that, you know, and then you could just get the thing and you get a free ride. So or this would be a big sell for me if I'm living where you're living or living in a tower that I want to see a show at Save Mart Center. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. I hadn't even thought about that, but okay. that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a hundred percent. I hadn't thought about Save Mart Center, but. You can just take it, take that trolley. Yeah. Over take that trolley, you get dropped off, boom, pick it up. I mean, that would be great. I hadn't even thought about that. That's such a, like, I hadn't even thought about the Save Mart Center, but that would be great. And there's a lot of times where there is stuff at Save Mart Center. And like, I, uh, if I'm going for work, for example, it, it's fine because I have there's media parking that they have assigned, but it would be nice to not have to deal with that, you know, and just be able to get out and get on my thing. And, and so, yeah, anyway, I like it. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of eye rolling when it was first announced because they've t they've tried this before. Um the times they've done it before, they've always done like a midday thing, and the idea was like, oh, we'll tie the lunch workers in a uh, um, tower with downtown and vice versa, and it just never worked. It just wasn't – just – so I think there were a lot of people that are like, how many times do they – like why are you trying to make this trolley thing happen? It's not mm -hmm. going to happen. I think they may have hit on a right – the right mixture of things, I think. Yeah. So, for me anyway. It's like this is this is the uh, the best the best uh, try realistic try at it and uh, if, if this isn't gonna work then what you know what are we gonna do it's like it's it's tying all the major um, entertainment yeah. uh, areas together yeah it's it's made for the twenty not made for the twenty somethings but made for people yeah. involved in, in doing stuff and so. Uh, when I was on it, both times that I wrote it, there were people on it from uh, Fresno State, from Campus Point. So I do think probably you're going to see, and I don't know, I haven't asked the city about, you know, the to get ridership stats or whatever, but it would be, I'm, it would be interesting to see. I think you're going to see a lot of people coming from, you know, students who are at housing there and they don't, you know, necessarily have a easy means to get around, uh, getting on and traveling into the tower district and back and forth. So that's what I think the majority of, of what you're going to see. But, yeah. I don't know what their outreach is like. I mean, I, I see it in regular Fresno media, yeah. but I, what I, I'm curious to know, are they doing anything on campus about like, yeah, I don't know about the trolley. So yeah. hopefully I assume they are, but I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. To me, I mean, I just I I feel like I will be using it a lot. Uh, I I actually wish that that it was. Um, and I mean, they have the regular bus, so 
shut up. I should just shut up. But uh, <laughs> that it ran more often uh, because, you know, there's a lot of week weekday shows where yeah. it's like, you know, but the other thing that it occurred to my, me as I'm writing this thing. But so or from, my second one, like, yeah, yeah. You running it? I bet. Um, the, the thing it did make me realize, though, was how close that the uh, cultural arts district actually is to uh, because I got on the, 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 the thing and like two minutes later, I'm in power. So it's yes. like I it actually made me just go, oh, just walk, just, <laughs> you know, like I'll walk from I'll walk from cultural arts district to the brewery district, which is actually about the same, probably mm-hmm. uh, uh, same distance as was um, where I am to the tower. But. Yeah. That's still, yeah, those, it's one of those, uh, one of those distances that are just a little bit too. It's, it's pushing it. Yeah. It starts to, yeah. But hopefully, I mean, anything I think that, that can get more people into the idea even of public transportation, because that's the other thing. It's like, well, now that I've ran, r- ridden on this thing, like, like ah, I feel the- stupid because I'm like, I could just ride the regular bus anytime I want to go into the tower. Well, like, yeah, why don't I just do that? You know, so. It's a gateway to public transportation. It is a gateway to public transportation. I think, you know, I think there's a lot of things like a, it's a gateway to public transportation. B, it's a it's a way to connect uh, tower and downtown, which I think is great. C, it's a way to bring people from Fresno State. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I think it's I think it's a great thing. I think uh, I'm fingers crossed that it's really that it does that it's being used and and being um, appreciated by. Uh, people, because I think to me it, it's definitely a game. Like, and like what you said about uh, Save Mart Center. I mean, it's just, yeah. Why would I ever? Why would I ever not? You know, do that now. Like, why would I ever drive and deal with parking and all that other crap? Mm-hmm. And, and I can just get on a a, can, a trolley. Yeah. And you can, uh, you know, drops you right there, right there in front of a, a, a brew pub. That you can, that's a perfect. I mean, that's a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, yeah, on, on both ways. And then if I'm coming back, you know, you can take it and depending on where you live, you can drop it right off in the brewery district. You can get dropped right off in the cultural arts district. You can take it all the way into the tower to Fresno City. So I think it's great. Boom. Kudos. Good job. Good job. Clap. They did something. And there. The other thing is it it, it is it lo- it looks nice like so uh, if you've been to San Francisco a lot of people probably rode the trolleys there mm-hmm. uh, I rode the trolleys in uh, in New Orleans in Louisiana um, and I loved it it's just it's it's a cool experience this is very much like that it's a it's a bus you have to know it's a bus but um, it it's made to look like it has the wooden slat seats and the leather you know holding things and all the railing and so it looks. It looks cool. It's not a real trolley car, but right. close as you can get. Close we can get, and we'll we'll take it. We will take it, yeah. And keep it up. Keep yeah. up the work. Well, I think it's time to... Is it time to plug it up? Plug it up. Plug it up, Josh. What yes. What's going on, man? What do we need to know? Well, so uh, I will plug my day job at the Fresno Bee, FresnoBee.com. And again, 
you know, if you like what we're doing here, uh, most of the stuff that we get is is stuff that has been reported in the Fresno Bee. We're getting a lot of the rep- our reportage from mm-hmm. uh, the Fresno Bee. And I think, it, again, it is very important to support local news media um, mm-hmm. and understanding that if you don't, you know, what's going to end up happening, and it already is, you can see it, is that uh state agencies state sort of news agencies or or collaborative things are going to move in to fill those gaps which is great i mean we definitely need it um but uh it's going to be you're not going to get necessarily the kind of uh uh coverage that 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 you need um you need to so. support a local media. And I'm not saying that, you know, I don't know. I'm not saying it, it, it'll go away if you don't um, subscribe. I think the other thing is uh, a lot of people maybe don't even recognize they're just because they're not connected and they don't think about the Fresno Bee in the way people used to think about Fresno Bee. So they don't even realize maybe how much content is available at the Fresno Bee. They just – I think a lot of people just go, ah, Fresno Bee, you know, I get my news from whatever comes through my feed. And so they don't even realize that there's more happening and, and more stories that are coming through the Fresno Bee that might not be in their feed. And so they just kind of miss it. So I don't know. Check it out. Go. Yeah, if you're just relying on your feed, whatever that feed is to you, you're missing out on stuff for for sure. Right, so right, right. You gotta you gotta go outside your feed and see what the hell's going. Yeah, pop out of your bubble. Yeah, see what's going on. Um, although I feel like a lot of the people who are listening to this show, I don't, you know. Nah, I, that's true. But. We're not kind of preaching to the choir. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Um, so I will also uh. I will also plug the newsletter that I do weekly uh, on Sundays. It's called Band Geek. It's a Substack thing talking about local music, so um, music specific, uh, the scene and and those sorts of things. Uh, Band Geek on Substack. Search my name. Search Fresno Music Band Geek. You'll find it. Uh, tied to that sort of, but not really, is the local show. Uh, I'm sorry. It is a local show. It is called Homegrown. It is on New Rock 104.1. It's on Sundays. Same thing. So it's all uh, music from the Central Valley. Rock music mostly, like indie uh, indie rock kind of, you know, the, the modern rock stuff that would be played on uh, that station normally. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that we don't get into, like the, the the hip-hop scene and, you know, some of the metal stuff. But anyway, that's on New Rock 104.1. Uh, I do a spot on Great Day every Friday. So if you want to know what's happening in the Central, like things to do, five things to do is what they call it, uh, you could check that out. It's usually pretty fun. I, to me, like, you know, the things to do, it's cool because I kind of try to pick stuff that's different. Um yeah. And keep it kind of eclectic in terms of the mix of things. Fresnans all across the board. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, but it's also just fun because I get to interact with Kim and Kopi and, and the whole crew there, Jim and Justin. And, you know, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, and I'm always just like, let's roll with it. And then they always have on Fridays, they always have a band in there. And they always have a band of the uh, they call it the I, what do they call it? Festive Friday. Uh, and they have a band playing, and there's a lot of good, good stuff um, 
this band flowers from flowers to flies they played like maybe two weeks ago i was looking at a video they did today uh like the live thing and it was it was so good like it was real good i was like very impressed so you get some really some cool stuff on there so uh and then music i have some music stuff happening uh too this month so uh the acdc cover band that i'm in big balls is playing in hampered at hop forged brewery that's going to be i think it's saturday the 9th is saturday uh the 9th yeah saturday the 9th so you know depending on when you're hearing this uh they're doing like an ugly sweater party kind of thing and they have a couple of bands playing uh so it should be very fun it's in hampered if you're out that way and then my solo project uh new old man i'm going to be doing some acoustic songs uh at saint j wine bar that's whatever used to be uh saint joaquin uh the wine bar that was over there next to south of shaw on uh broadway uh so it has new ownership now um it's this the same guy who runs hook and ladder out in clovis uh so he lives in like the area he lives uh in one of these uh, lofts down here and has really just been like a downtown guy for a long time he he moved down here um for football he was like a big football fan so when like the team uh was had all of its stuff happening uh, and it was all downtown. He was like, I want to be downtown and be part of the scene where the football and the, you know, soccer, uh, stuff is happening. And so he, he, it, you know, came down here and loved it. And so now he has that place. So I'll be playing over there. That's on the 16th. So the following Saturday, uh, and, uh, it's going to be me doing some songs and then, uh, Israel Flores from Macondo is going to be playing as well. And he is amazing. So it's going to be a great night. It's a free thing. You can find that on all the social That's, media, wherever. I don't know about now with the new ownership, but I'm I'm guessing he does. But uh, before they did have some beer in there too. It wasn't just wine. So uh, yeah, you, I don't know. I can't. Uh, I ha- I haven't. I know that they did do like they they kind of reconfigured the wine selection because uh, the original place was they had a lot of like natural wines and different kind of things. Mm-hmm. So they've reconfigured the wine selection. I think they may have some other kind of different things, but um, they are definitely trying to get, you know, they have like a pub quiz night there and they do like a, or a trivia night. It's not a pub, so it can't be a pub quiz, but uh, they have a trivia night there. They've been having uh, music, so they'll have like Sunday jazz and different things. So they're really trying to make it a cool kind of hangout spot. And yeah, uh, yeah it should be really fun. So if uh, you want to, South Char- you want to see what's that? Got nice synergy with South of Char right next door. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. Pizza there and good beer. You got so you got two spots that you can just be at on that the cultural arts district. That yeah, you, you can just kind of uh, bop bop around between uh, between them both, and I don't know. So it should be uh, fun. This will be the first time, uh, my first time, you know, doing stuff there. So we'll see how it goes, but it should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, uh, that's going to be it for now. What about you, Mike? As always, you can go to the old school blog, thefresnan.com. Love it. I, I still keep that going, even with uh, even though Fresno Fresno.substack.com is the more of the focus now. Uh, they're both still still off in operation, but so 
the fresnofresno.substack.com is the so thing. So in, in that downtown myth story, um, no, was it the downtown myth story? No, it was a different story I was doing. I was doing a story on uh, Christmas tree lights. And uh, so I wanted to I, – I was quoting you because you had, were talking about Christmas tree lane and, and where people can park for the walk nights, whatever. So I, I wanted to quote – and shoot people back to your website. And uh, I originally just typed, oh, uh, Mike C. from the Fresno and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, no, this is from the newsletter. So I had to com- change it around to be like, oh, Mike no. C., who writes the newsletter Fresno, Fresno, whatever. It was it was a whole thing. Sorry. <laughs> well, thank you for, for, for doing that. I did hey. see a little, uh, little subscription bump this week that was a slightly higher a little higher than it normally there you is. go maybe that's what it was i'm gonna say that's what it was <laughs> well it was because i've been wondering i was like i was like wait like this is kind of weird like i haven't done anything extra this week yeah. to like promote it no and, i did and i included a link and everything it was great so uh, there you go i always you always always appreciate a fresno b bump and anything because yeah. there's still that fresno b bump in town no matter what um, and then I also have a, uh, craft beer, uh, side of things that one is the perfect pour podcast, every podcast. the new show would just, uh, basically just try to have fun, uh, with the craft beer scene. And, uh, one thing coming up for locals to look for is my favorite, uh, day. Cause it's really the only day of the year for beer geeks to have a line. Yeah. Like, yeah. A thing, you know, around the country is not yeah. as much anymore, but like when a, a brewery has a release that people line up all night and and yeah. it's a whole big thing, like in the the big era when Fresno, when craft beer was like the big thing, it was just line, lines are everywhere. And so it's like the only thing in Fresno, like every brewery has their release things and stuff, but it's the only really organized one that people actually line up for and uh, rush day. At Tioga, right, it, and it's uh, what the sixteenth. Sixteenth. It's usually like yeah. eleven a.m. They they haven't put a time out that I've seen yet anyway, but usually it's eleven a.m. And uh, this is where they release their uh, current the year's stock of uh, yeah. or the year's variant of the rush hour stout. Which they, yeah, it's they use local coffee roasters, and they usually use like four different uh, local coffee places or roasters in town, and then you. Uh, you pick out the best one that you like, and then they usually will make that one of that uh, variant. They'll they'll package that one and, and yeah. maybe so. But that that's uh, something to look for. It uh, is. And then drinkingandthinking.substack.com is the the newsletter. Uh, with that, um, I oh, okay. I'll mention I no. have. A new blog, a newish blog that okay. I haven't been mentioning anywhere. Okay. That I've just been very slowly building it. Okay. But it's called the tapeplayer.com and tapeplayer.com. Okay. Cassette. If you're if you like cassettes, it's that's for you. It's a very niche, uh, extremely niche blog, but uh, so it's uh, about cassettes, new cassettes, old cassettes. What about- What's the um, I've always wanted to be a music blogger, but I've never done it. So it's like my entry into being a music blogger and it's just a cassette. Like, yeah, just 
like cassettes you own what's the i'm i'm just i'm so interested what what's it called say it again tapeplayer.com and and so it's just like whatever it's it's everything cassette like whatever i think i might be an interesting post that's like the one i have right up right now is dolly parton has a new album out it's a rock album yeah yeah uh-huh. oh she did a whole bunch of like guest musicians and made a, yeah. a rock album but uh uh, there's like no regular cassette for it, but there's like this, uh, this sort of like, I, I still haven't been able to figure out. There's like this specialty cassette made for it. That's like barely, I've only seen it like a one eBay person have it. Uh-huh. So it's like this, there's this rare Dolly Parton cassette along with this new release. So uh, that's what the current post is about now, but it could be about, anything cassette wise so. so it's called the cassette player yeah. i'm i'm looking it up right now this is what I, this is what i'm asking i want that too but um that's that's it that's that's enough okay. um the fresden on social media joshua tehe on social media yeah that's me there you go that's what that's all you need to know go look right. at Zoo lights. I'm on. I haven't done it yet, but I want to. I'm planning on seeing the zoo lights this year. Looks really good. Uh, Illuminature. There you go. They changed the name of it, so it's and and it's. They have a couple of different ones. So if you go, you should look because they have a holiday themed one, and then they have a a different one that I think is like less uh, like Christmas oriented and more sort of like uh, cultural oriented stuff. Um, but uh, both of them look amazing, like look just amazing. The, the, what they're doing is really cool. So yeah, yeah, that's definitely worth seeing at the Fresno Chaffee Zoo. There you go. And we'll, uh, we'll be done. We're done with uh, 2023, I guess. Whoa, uh, we are. What are we? Oh, man. We do a little quick wrap up and then talk about uh, what we expect for 2024 in Fresno. Yeah. Very good. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks to all, everyone who has listened to us this year and happy, allowed us to keep doing this. Happy holidays. Happy, happy holidays. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Uh, New Year's as it comes up. Yeah. We'll see you then. Count us out of here. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Josh wants to change the music. Did you hear that?